Infant Adoption Guide podcast, episode number 13, an interview with ParentMatch.com founder, Dr. Lori Ingber. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. My name is Tim Elder. I'm an adoptive dad and founder of InfantAdoptionGuide.com. And I really appreciate you being with me today. Uh, we have a, a great episode. Uh, this is this podcast is all about giving you the resources and inspiration and hope to go through the domestic infant adoption process to shorten the time, decrease the cost, make it less stressful for you to reach the dream of becoming parents. Because I've been there, I know what it's like. And in fact, I'm still going through it. We've adopted twice, and uh, we want to adopt a third time. So. I'm in your shoes going through the journey with you. And uh, I've, uh, well, we adopted our daughter almost seven years ago. So I've had a lot of time and a lot of research in the adoption world. And I I love sharing it with you. So this podcast is part of that. And today's show is a really exciting one because it's all about how to shorten the time it takes to adopt, which is important for everybody, right? When you first start looking at adoption, you're always wondering, well, how long, how long can it take? How long will it take? And there are people all over the internet and all over the place. So it'll tell you it could take a week. It could take three years and there are people that have done both. So uh, to find a match with an expectant mother is a pretty important topic. And that's what it's all about is matching and um, making that connection and helping you become a forever family. So I know domestic infant adoption, the process can be daunting and it feels like it could take forever to adopt when you're going through it. I've heard and seen a lot of folks get discouraged along the, along the road just because it's a long wait and many of them lose hope. I've been there. I know it. I felt it too. So today's a really exciting episode because we get to talk with Dr. Lori Ingber. She's with parentmatch.com. She actually created it several years ago. She's an adoptive mom, and uh, you'll just hear about an exciting way for you to significantly decrease the weight and the time it takes to match with an expectant mother, and which most importantly, above all else, gives you hope that you can and will adopt. So I'm excited to share this interview with you today. So let's get right into talking with Dr. Lori Ingber of ParentMatch.com. Okay, everyone, I'm excited to be chatting today with Dr. Lori Ingber, the founder of ParentMatch.com, which is a really unique site that allows adoption professionals, such as agencies or attorneys from all over the country, to network with each other, making it easier and faster for them to match expected parents with hopeful adoptive families. It's a really interesting uh, way to really connect people all throughout the domestic adoption um, arena. So Dr. Ingber earned her PhD in public health at the University of Michigan. And she's a proud mom of four and two of which were adopted. And she launched Parent Parent Match back in 2008. And it has been featured all over the place in Fox News and NBC, Parents Magazine, and and many more. So we want to welcome Dr. Ingber to the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. And uh, as we talked about, we will... uh, from henceforth, uh, talk to you as uh, Lori, if that's okay, not to disrespect your PhD there. 
<laughs> I appreciate that. So, you know, parent match is really interesting to me. You know, we've been in, I've been in the adoption arena. Well, we adopted our daughter uh, almost seven years ago. So I, I've kind of watched parent match from afar for the last several years and just I've been intrigued by how it works. And I've, through the forums and Facebook groups and other places, I've seen people that really are enamored with it. And they're like, wow, this, this really does work. So I'm excited to have you on to, to deep dig deep into it and really uh, explain to us how it works and why you created it and all those good stuff. So I, first of all, I just want to be clear, even on your website, you, you have a disclaimer that's saying parent match is neither an adoption agency nor a facilitator. You're an independent resource for adoption professionals. So you want to, Anything you want to add to that? I mean, that's pretty clear. Absolutely. You know, I think that's important. And and I, it really, Parent Match is a very novel idea. We are uh, first of our kind. And so I think it's important just for people to know that, you know, um, a lot of people still uh, contact us. Can we use your agency? We are not an agency. We are not a facilitator. We are a way for adoption professionals, which means licensed agencies and um, licensed adoption attorneys in good standing to talk to each other basically, um, to make the process faster so that if they're, uh, this happened to us actually just recently, there's um, an agency in Maine um, with a baby just born and and while that agency has plenty of families for the uh, birth mom to choose from for her child, she just didn't see a perfect fit. Um, So instead of not being able to help this birth mom, which they clearly want to do, um, they were able to go into Parent Match, put in information about this woman, her child, what she's looking for, and find a match within seconds from another adoption agency all the way across the country with essentially no work on their part. Um, That's that's incredible. So it's incredible, really, because this birth mom, you know, was was using an agency who she trusts and who she likes, and they wouldn't have been able to help her otherwise. Um, and, And it took truly seconds for them to find perfect matches for her. And then, you know, they, they, this is a way for agencies to collaborate. That a, The other agency representing the adopted parents would never have known um, that there was a child waiting in Maine already born. Um, and so it, it's been amazing. And I mean, there are dozens more stories exactly like that. But it is a very unique idea. We help adoption professionals make the process faster for parents. Yeah, and that's really exciting as an adoptive parent because you wouldn't think that there are babies born or waiting for parents. I mean, everything right. in the news and everything else will tell you that there's so many more parents than there are waiting than there are babies to be born, which may be true, but you may not know that the perfect match has not been made somewhere. Exactly. There- that that is that is true in in some regard, but there's also a disconnect. Um, mm. But and so places like New York City that are very populated may have way more adoptive parents right. than you know expectant moms or babies who have just been born or children available for adoption. But places like Maine um, that are more rural may be the exact opposite actually, and we have really found that in a lot of places in the country where there are agencies, and I know this goes against what the popular media wants you to think, there are agencies who regularly have trouble finding parents for children. Um, And we work with them. We make their lives really easy. And in that way, you know, we can also help that, you know, family in New York who's been waiting forever with their agency because the right expectant mom hasn't walked in the door of their New York agency. It really allows these 
wonderful, prog wonderfully progressive agencies and adoption attorneys to realize that the only way to make this work and to make it work right is to work together. Um, you know, it also gives birth moms more choice than they've ever had before. Even though, you know, a birth mom may be signed up with a, you know, really big agency with 50 families on the list, with 100 families on the list, it may not be perfect for her. Um, you know, if she's in Nebraska and what she's really hoping for is, um, you know, a family for her child who lives by the ocean, um, that's a reality that her agency can make happen quickly. This isn't a lot of work for them. And, um, and it's really exciting from the expectant mom point of view, too, to see exactly that she's getting exactly what she planned on. Yeah, that opens up a huge world of opportunity for her to select the right parents. Exactly. For her child. And nobody's at a disadvantage there. Yeah, that's, yes. that's amazing. Well, before we dig too far into it, actually, how it works, I'd like to hear uh, why you created it and maybe the story behind that. And I've heard it before and I really I think it's a really cool story. So I hope <laughs> hope you could hope you could share it there. Yes, I would love to. So um this the story uh started almost five years ago. Uh I was um and a, a mom of three at that point, and um, my third child had just come home from Korea. My second adopted child, but our third child had just come home from Korea. I had just finished my PhD, and um, I, I was taking a break from work for a few months, or so I thought. And um, I was on the internet, you know, doing what a lot of adoptive parents do: chatting for support with other families, um, and just, you know. Uh, having a network, a community who knew what I was going through. And through that community, I randomly um, came across uh, a list, an email really about, for, about a baby who was born in Alabama, um, who they didn't, who the agency didn't have a match for. Now, first of all, I couldn't believe that. Second yeah. of all, it just so happened that uh, my sister and her husband had been waiting for a match for years at that point. Um, they sort of had this typical... Um, infertility, what I would call a typical infertility to adoption route, um, what so, so many of your listeners have um, dealt with, um, where they're coming from. And she, um, they had signed up, they were living in Connecticut. They signed up with an adoption agency in Connecticut and uh, really aren't being um, shown to any expectant moms. Um, and there, and then decided to sign up with an adoption agency in Florida to sort of just get some geographic distribution with, uh, and to see maybe their expectant moms back down there that they would be more um, appropriate for. In, in the meantime, nothing's coming through. So now I've heard about this baby in Alabama who doesn't um, have any adoptive parents, and we just cannot believe this is true. How could my sister be waiting for years with uh, adoption agencies who are good, these are good agencies um, who want to help her clearly. They want her to be matched. Um, and we just couldn't believe this is true. So I told my sister, you know, you have nothing to lose at this point, right? So call, call the agency. And she called this agency, which is in the Deep South, and it was true. Uh, she faxed her home study, her agency faxed her home study to the other agency right away. And um, she basically was on a plane the next day going to pick up her daughter. Wow. <laughs> um, so as if that wasn't incredible enough, um, my sister was, uh, you know, in Alabama doing ICPC things, going through, you know, uh, the paperwork with her daughter. And the agency called and said, well, you know how you wanted twins? We have another baby. Are you interested? <laughs> and, uh, 
And it was like, you know, when it rains, it pours. She's, what are you talking about? How is this possible? I mean, I got, I hit the jackpot with this one, you know, but another, really? And um, that was true, too. Um, he was, you know, within, <laughs> within six weeks, uh, my sister and brother-in-law were the proud parents of two babies. Wow. Um, and, at, you know, the moment that my, my sister was matched with, my niece, I sort of thought, this is strange. And then as soon as my nephew's uh, match came in and, and, and I saw her, you know, she's got two infants here, said, this isn't right. We have to do something different. Um, and again, the agencies that she worked with were good agencies. Um, and I felt bad for the agencies because they couldn't help her. And they knew that. Um, they knew they had sort of missed the boat in Alabama. Um, why, why didn't they know about, why weren't they the ones telling my sister about the baby? Why was my sister finding out this by chance? And um, that's when I decided we're going to do this differently. I'm going to create a system so that the agencies can help their clients. Um, and that's exactly what Parent Match is. It allows the adoptive parents and the expected parents peace of mind so that they know their agency and their attorney um, is doing everything they can and that that adoption professional will know about babies long before you will or that will never happen there the the point here the point of parent match is that there's never a facebook listing about a baby available that adoption agencies are always able to match quickly and appropriately um, and so that's the story that's how we started and it's really um been working fabulously ever since yeah, how fun for your sister. That is just amazing. I mean, most of us listening to this, myself included, being an adoptive dad, I, I can't even imagine going through that. But that's 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 a great blessing. So that's pretty cool how that all went down. And yes. so that's in 2008 you started it. And is that when it launched, though? Yes. No. So that was when the idea started. Oh, okay. That's when, okay. Um, we put in all trademarks and patents and things like that. Um, we really started, um, being operational towards the end of 2010 okay. and it's, it's been really wonderful ever since we started out with just adoption agencies and about a year and a half ago, we added adoption attorneys and that's, that's been great too. Um, and so now really we're giving everybody the chance to, you know, know about everybody. And certainly the goal is that every adoption professional signs on with parent match so that there's never a disconnect between what's wanted and what's needed on either side. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, how many agencies or adoption professionals would do you think, or do you have a number? How many are signed up right now? Yeah, we have about 60 signed up right okay. now. Wow, yeah, and that's pretty good. It's great, and it works it works really well. Um, like I said, um, you know, the story in Maine is, is not the only time that that's happened. Um, it's certainly not even the only time that's happened in Maine. Um, but we, we regularly, you know, have, um, agencies in Maryland and Texas, um, and Utah and, um, really all across the country who have trouble matching children. And, and a lot of people ask, what kind of kids are these? You know, are these really special needs right. kids? Are these, you know, is is there a demographic? And there's not. Um, there's it's every kind of child that you can imagine. Um, some of these agencies, like I said, are just uh, very rural, um, and they just don't have a population of adoptive parents. Some of these, uh, some of these agencies who have children available are in very racially segregated parts of the United States, and so while you know, uh, a baby of one race may be easily 
uh, adopted in New York City, maybe they wouldn't be in the middle of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really makes it so that everybody's, you know, being matched as quickly as possible. All right. Well, let's dig into this a little bit and just kind of explain to the folks how it works. So you have adoption professionals, agencies and attorneys all over the country that come to Parent Match, sign up with you. So they pay a monthly fee. Is that correct? Right. They pay a monthly fee. And mm -hmm. um, so we don't we don't work with uh, parents at all, except for uh, to give them names of agencies who we have vetted as um, and attorneys as uh, good, basically, as, as reliable, as trustworthy agencies. Um, but otherwise, we don't charge parents um, for anything ever. And agencies pay one monthly fee. What they do, if you're the adoptive parent, the agency goes into the system. They have their own unique login and password. Everything's password protected. And they they put in information about you and your family. So are you married? How old are you? Um, Your race? uh, How many kids you have in the home? How many adopted children? How many biological children? A, A whole bunch of basically multiple choice questions about your family. And then importantly, what you're looking for in a match. What kind of child do you want? How old do you want that child to be? Do you have um, a gender preference, a race preference? Um, what kind of uh, prenatal uh, substance abuse is okay? What kind of prenatal, this, anything that you can think of um, that's important to you guys, it would be put in by your adoption agency. Basically, they save that, um, they, they save your profile. And when a match becomes available, for your specific profile, uh, your agency gets a notification, and then your ad- agency is able to call the other agency or the other adoption attorney and talk about everything that can't be answered in a multiple choice question. Anything qualitative, um, you know, all the things that it, it may look great on paper, but perhaps it isn't a match. Um, it, it works the same way for expectant parents as well. So um, if a pregnant woman walks in the door and she says, "Listen, um, you know, I live in New York City, but actually, I really wanted." My uh, baby brought up in Idaho because that's where I grew up. Uh, the, the adoption agency puts in everything about her. She lives in New York City. She's 20. You know, she's this race. She's this religion. Um, this is the situation of her pregnancy. And then that she's looking for a family in Idaho who's, for example, Christian and has no other children in the home um, and, you know, is Caucasian. So, only people who are Christian and Caucasian um, who live in Idaho will come up as potential matches for her. So it works both ways. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, because you can really get very specific mm-hmm. on both sides. Right. To make exactly. to make that quote unquote per- perfect match, I guess. Right. You make you make yeah. that perfect match. Um, really to not waste anybody's time. Yeah. Um, we we specifically don't have a searchable database. Um, and sometimes that confuses adoption professionals when they get on. Well, why can't I just see everybody in there? Because it doesn't make sense. Um, because those cases, we, we take confidentiality and security very quickly. Those cases don't have anything to do with the people you're matching. Right. Um, you're only seeing information about people who actually match your adoptive parents or who actually match your expectant parents. No need to waste anybody's time. Um, and, and so that's how we do it. So, and then you, you mentioned earlier that you vet adoption professionals so if they come up to you and want to sign up with you then you go through some kind of process to make sure they're legitimate and they're exactly okay so we we to make a very long process short you know we we do a lot of things we check all their licenses um 
We check them against the Better Business Bureau. We do things um, as simple also as Google searches. You know, sometimes um, there, there are a lot of adoption agencies who have uh, angry people, um, angry at them. And, and, and that's certainly understandable. Adoption, you know, emotions are high in adoption. But when there are, you know, six, seven, ten websites dedicated to why this adoption agency <laughs> should be shut down, we may be delving a little bit deeper into what's going on. Um, yes. lawsuits, things like that. Um, we do not accept everybody into the network. Uh, we have said no before. We will say no again. Um, and we really want to make sure it's somebody who we would trust. I've been in the adoption process. I know how this works. I need somebody to tell me, is this a good agency or not? Would you, would I trust them? Would I work with this agency if I were adopting again? Um, and so that's what we do. So we're able to, you know, there's a form on our website at parentmatch.com where you, um, can just put in your zip code and um, your email address, and we will email you reputable agencies and or attorneys in your area. So it's very simple. Yeah. Do you, do you have any off the top of your head that you remember uh, agencies that maybe some of the listeners might recognize? Some that of the what? Agencies, some of the agencies that you work with already that maybe some of the listeners would recognize? Oh, sure. We, you know, we work with um, a lot of... Uh, large agencies like Spence Chapin and Alliance for Children. Um, we also work for, with, you know, smaller agencies like Hope for Families. Um, we work with a couple of Catholic charities and we work with some, you know, great attorneys that are, you know, state, but, you know, th that just work in their own states, um, like Michael Goldstein and Carolyn Arnett. So, we, you know, we, we just, we work with um, Beacon House Adoption, Children of All Nations. We have a lot of um, big name adoption agencies who have decided that this is the right thing to do. Yeah, and some of those already are "quote unquote" nationwide. Yes. So it's interesting. Uh, I it can't hurt to hook up with exactly. other adoption professionals because you never know what where the perfect match is going to come oh, from. Oh, absolutely. So. And and any good agency will will tell you there's absolutely been a time that they could not match a child as much as they want to say that that's not true. Yeah. Um, it is. Um, there's sometimes it's just not a match. Um, it doesn't matter how many families you have. Sometimes the expectant mom has very specific wishes in her head as she should be able to have. And in order to grant those wishes, you're going to have to look outside. Uh, you know, so sometimes that means, um, you know, co collaborating with another agency and another good agency. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting because as an adoptive parent, you sometimes don't know all the stuff that goes on in the background. Right. You're just right. you're out there and you you you're trusting that your adoption professionals yes. is doing everything in their power to connect you with a, an expected parent. So this really does open up a, a new world for that to happen. So if, if, let me ask you this, if, if hopeful adoptive parents want to know if their professionals on there, is there a way for them to find out or should they just they can say, ask. they, can, they okay. can email us at info at parentmatch.com. Mm -hmm. We'd be happy to tell them um, if they're, if they love their agency um, and they're like, we are staying with our agency, but we really want this. I, I we encourage them to talk to their agency about it and say, you know, this is important to me. We have lots of agencies sign up because parents have come to them and said, why don't you do this? Um, maybe they don't know yet. Maybe they don't know about ParentMatch. Um, maybe possible. there's another yeah. reason. Yeah. But uh, we, have, we have a lot of people who have signed up beca because of that reason. And we will work with adoptive parents, you know, to 
to give their agency the information that they need to feel comfortable to sign up with us. Yeah. I thought of an interesting question as I was, I was thinking about this. So say you're a, a hopeful adoptive family, right? You're already signed up with agency A, whoever, whatever your agency you're already signed up with. And they're working with Parent Match. And uh, there's an expectant mother that is working with agency B somewhere else in the country. They find you two are pretty close to a perfect match. They, you end up talking to that expectant mother. However that happens, you make a match. Would you pay, as an adoptive parent, would you pay for fees through both of those agencies? Or how does that work? Good question. So um, that's the point at which ParentMatch steps out. But uh, for the most part, we don't have anything to do with the fees that the agencies charge at all. Um, usually there is some sort of agreement. What happens, there's always an agreement between the two agencies about how this is going to work. Um, the vast majority of the time, you pay the fees of the expectant mother's agency, and you should have really only paid the fees uh, to your original agency of home study and application fee and things like that. So you shouldn't be paying two program fees Yeah, ever. Yeah, um, it, it probably has to do with your what agency you already signed up with. How much did you already pay? How much did you already pay? Right. Exactly. And so that's something really that is a case-by-case -case thing. Sure. Um, but for the most part, you're paying the fees of the other agency. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting thought because there's a lot of variables there, obviously, uh, of different fee structures and yes. how that all works. Yes, exactly. So that's something that you guys, you know, and, and as I say, you know, just I say this to agencies all the time. So there, a match comes up in the system. You know, if that is, even though it's a match in the system and it matches and you guys match on paper and it looks perfect, that doesn't mean it's a match in real life. Um, right. You know, so there are a lot of variables that go in and certainly cost is one of them. Yes. Yeah, or my my other question was, what happens if there's more than one family that looks like the perfect match? Does that do who yeah. who decides which one gets to right. talk to the... <laughs> the, the the expectant mom does? Okay. Um, so it's sort so, of this, you know, sometimes um, I know of times where the agency representing the expectant mom has had you know a bunch of matches, and said, oh, you know, and when she sees those matches listed in her parent match account. She'll say, oh, I've worked with adoption agency XYZ before. They're wonderful. You know what? I'm going to call them first. And so she may call them first and say, hey, it looks like we have a perfect match. They may have already had a longstanding relationship. Or maybe she trusts them the most um, or whatever. And in the meantime, another agency may be calling with their, you know, the, the phone calls can go both ways. You know, the, uh, another agency representing an adoptive couple uh, from an agency that she's never worked with. We'll, we'll call her and say, hey, this is perfect. So, you know, there's a million ways that it can work. Um, in the end, it's still, if the expectant mom is the one who's wanting to make the final decision, she is still doing that. She's just looking at profiles of families from different agencies. Yeah. And from the expectant mom point of view, I'm sure her, the agency or, or attorney that she's already working with would have some kind of, be some kind of buffer so she doesn't have... Exactly. Two or three or four agency folks from agencies calling her, okay, uh, we have no. the perfect match. No, we have the perfect match. So right. she doesn't get no. bombarded with decisions. And... Exactly. Yes. So that is, so that's one of the great things that, you know, I sort of alluded to before that you as the adoptive parent or as the expectant parent should be able to sort of relax and, and let your agency or your attorney 
do what they're supposed to do and do what you're paying them to do. Um, and then come to you and say, listen, here are, you know, as an expectant mom, here are two like really great families. I vetted these families for you, you know, I, and they're perfect match on paper. Why don't you go ahead? So it's not 10 adoption agencies calling this, you know, this woman or yeah. anything like that. You're, they are able as, you know, the representing adoption professional to really do half of that work for you. Yeah. Awesome. I, I know you gave a great example earlier of, uh, how parent matches helped an adoptive family. Do you have another example you could share with us? Oh, absolutely. Um, maybe a year, a little over a year ago, we had a great example where um, we had a wonderful agency uh, sign up with us, and they were their small agency. Uh, they were they were new to this. They were new to using technology and adoption, and a little bit wary about how this was going to work. And a couple weeks after they signed up, they did a home study for an adoptive couple who had just switched agencies. They weren't comfortable with their first agency. They felt like they weren't a good fit for them. And so they switched over to this agency. Um, and the meanwhile, they had only been in the adoption process probably two months. And as soon as they switched over, maybe two days later, two days before Christmas, uh, a call came in and um, an email, uh, you know, an email was sent out to agencies. There's a new baby in the system. He's already born. He's down in Texas. Uh, and this family was matched with them right away. I mean, their adoption process was about 12 weeks start to finish. It was about two weeks after the agency had signed up with us and was very wary about how this was all going to work <laughs> about two days after these people signed up with the agency. And here was a, a baby born waiting. They flew down to Texas literally the day before Christmas. Wow. They met the, they met the birth mom in the hospital, had a wonderful relationship with her. She felt great. They, you know, really uh, had custody of their child right away and, you know, flew home a couple weeks later. So it's really amazing how things like this can work. Um, th their adoption process was incredibly short. Uh, it was great timing, but again, another example of, you know, a small agency in Kentucky would have never had the resources or the time to reach out to another small agency in, te in Texas to know that the baby was even born. Um, and it's just really incredible. We have so many stories like that. Um, so we had we had three sets of twins matched in one week. Um, oh I don't know what happened. Then. I don't know if we've ever had twins in the system ever after that. <laughs> but but I don't know what happened. It started to be a little crazy after the third set. Um, but you know, if, if there's there's a there's my mom used to always say there's a cover for every pot, right? Uh. So you know what's perfect for you may not be perfect for me. Um, and yes, we've had some, you know, special needs situations come through. Some people would consider this situation special needs. Some people would not consider this situation special needs, you know. Um, and, and there's always a family for a child. There really is, no matter the situation. And so um, it's just wonderful to see everything come together like it's supposed to. Well, it's, it's very exciting because, uh, you know, I mean, it's always been a problem for, well, I don't know about a problem, but a challenge for yes. adoptive families to to get out there and put your name out there. I mean, people have been putting their names and their ads and stuff in the newspapers for years. And now it's all over the internet where people are trying sure. to do that, just trying desperately to make that connection. So this opens up a, a huge world and really tr solves a problem for a lot of folks, which is how can we f connect and match with an expectant parent the fastest way? 
possible. That, that's what's the exciting part of Parent Match. So yes, I'm and glad it, you uh, had the epiphany to uh, create it. And <laughs> thank it's you. really <laughs> it's really a really cool, and I. I I applaud you for doing it and hope you keep it up for many years to come because it's a, it's a great service. Thank you. It's really, it's really exciting. And I, and I loved coming to work every day to be able to do just this. If there are any ways or, you know, if you have an adoptive parent out there, myself included, that has an agency or professional you're working with that you, you know, they're not working with parent match. You ask them, no, we don't know who they are. What's the best way or best reasons communication you can give them to try to convince them to sign up with Paramatch? Is it best for them just to say, hey, call Paramatch and talk to them? Absolutely. So I think the first thing that they should do is to email us. You can just email us at info at Paramatch. Um, and then we can sort of set up a time. Can we make, can we call together to the agency and sort of talk it through? Um, would the agency be more comfortable if somebody went out there to the agency and talked to them? Could we have a Skype session and just introduce them to what we do? Um, we, can, we can make arrangements to get information to your agency in whatever medium they want. Do they want paper? Do they want, you know, webinars, whatever they want, so that they can feel comfortable and they can hear stories like I just told all of you about how this works and why it works. And um, we give a free three-month trial to all new agencies. So there's really no risk for your agency wow. to sign up. And then they'll be able to see how it works. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. There's no risk there. That, and you might as well try it. Right. It really exactly. solves the problem of a lot of folks. I know I see them on the forums and I talk to them and email them back and forth. And they're always going, well, maybe we should sign up with more than one agency to give ourselves a better chance to connect faster. And well, exactly. this, this does this does Save the work money. for you. Yeah. I mean, this right. and more than way more than one agency. So, way. yeah, yes. everybody listening to this should consider uh talking to their agency or professional about signing up with parent match. So absolutely. Well, where else I know you can go to parentmatch.com and you, there's some information on there, benefits of for professionals, benefits for families um, and other information you can find on there. Where else can they, can folks connect with you? Uh, they can find us on Facebook at parent match and on Twitter. Also, um, we also have a parent match domestic adoption help group and it's really just a place, a safe place. Um, it's a closed group to be able to talk about all things domestic adoption, ask questions when you're not sure. Um, it's a really nice group of people who um, are really just able to connect in the, in the adoption world. But our Facebook page is lots of adoption news, um, adoption events coming up. And then, of course, check back to our website for more information. We are redoing our website. It will be up and new and have lots more information shortly. Um, but definitely check out Facebook and our Parent Match um, adoption, domestic adoption support group on, parent, on Facebook. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing all this information. And the stories are really inspiring and, and give, give us hope of adopting and adopting soon, sooner than we think we can. I know for a lot of folks, myself included, when you're going through the process, it really fe feels daunting and feels like it's never going to happen. Yes. And this really does give give us hope. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate all your time and sharing with us uh, all about Parent Match. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Lori. Take care now. All right. Well, that was a great interview with Dr. Lori Ingber of ParentMatch.com. And I really encourage you, uh, we talked about in the interview, really encourage you to go to their site and check it out. And encourage your agency to sign up with them. It really is a minimal fee, and uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It it uh, they they charge the agency or attorney, 
and it really helps everybody in the adoption triad, the, the adoptive families, the potential birth parents, and the agencies and attorneys, because it helps everybody connect faster. So uh, would you, I asked, would you, if you help me get this podcast into the ears of more adoptive families like you, I think this information really can help people just like you. So if you would uh, leave me an honest review in iTunes, which that really helps get the podcast featured and found by more people, that's really easy to do. Go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash iTunes. That'll pop up a window. You can click on view in iTunes brings you there and it's easy place that you can find uh, that it says you can leave a review. So I appreciate you time taking the time to do that. The more reviews, the more of the podcast will be featured and found and will help people. So I appreciate that. I also wanted to let you know about some new resources I have on infantadoptionguide.com that can help you. First of all, I've created a, a new resource guide called the seven steps to domestic infant adoption. You can find it at, uh, or on the website, there's a easy, uh, image that you can click on on the sidebar, or you can go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash seven steps. That'll bring you right to the resource guide. And I think I'm really excited about it. I don't think there's anything else like it on the internet. There's over a hundred links in there to everything that I've been through, my stories, my research that I found. You don't have to be just starting the process. You could be already into it. There's a lot of good stuff in there for you too. The other resource I want to tell you about is my new start here page. So if you go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash start here, you can find it or there's a big uh, button right in the middle of the screen. If you just go to infantadoptionguide.com, it'll say start here now and you click on that and it's a nice new page that I created just to help you find uh, easier, find the resources that I've I've posts and everything else that I've done over the last several years um, categorized so you can find things easier and read things easier. So I hope you enjoy that. Okay, I just wanted to wrap up this episode with a question for you. Are you going to talk to your adoption agency or attorney about Parent Match? I think it's it would be a great thing for you to do to help you help them help you connect with an adopt with a excuse me with an expectant mother from anywhere in the country. I think it's it's a great service that's going to help a lot of people. So go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 13 and leave me a comment here and tell me what you think about Parent Match and are you going to do it? Thanks so much for listening. Until the next episode, remember, keep going on your journey and your dream of becoming parents will come true. Thanks. See you next time.